You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. That's us, Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher, joining you on uh, a Tuesday night. And uh, great to have your company on Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, uh, some uh, some big news just breaking. And, of course, we're going to have uh, a few other things in the show, our regular uh, Team List Tuesday. Yep. Oh, you, you're all over that. TLT. You love that. Get rid of that, rookie. He's not here. Don't give him air time. Don't give him air time when he's not here. Okay? Gee, Nick Meany from the Melbourne Storm. Yeah. Is going to join us. Um, first year at the Storm, and like so many players that switch clubs and go to the Melbourne Storm, he's been a standout. He's been very, very good, hasn't well, he? If you play at NRL level badge, quite simply, you've got, you've got talent, haven't you? You've got some sort For of sure. talent if you play anywhere in the NRL. But if you go to Melbourne, they get you to untap that talent through sheer hard work. So if you're willing to work hard, it's – it's uh, quite obvious that if you go to Melbourne and you're willing to work as hard as what every other player is, you, you're going to find some success individually, and that's exactly what he's doing. Well, talking about that, a big game for the um, for the Melbourne Storm up against the Premiers. Yeah. Penrith, probably the clash of the last few months. This is Mel- this massive uh, in Magic Round in Brisbane, of course, but um, some um, some bad news today for, for Storm fullback. Yeah, Ryan Pappenhausen, who tore a hamstring, also suffered a PCL, so a posterior cruciate ligament injury, um, which is not as serious in the win against the Dragons. The hamstring's probably a little bit more serious. He's going to miss anywhere from four to six weeks. He wasn't too perturbed after the game. He felt, well, I've got some niggles, ankle injury. I can get over those. Mm. So not too concerned about missing four to six weeks at this time of the year. Be a little bit different if it was at the end of the year. And Santa Rima Smith as well. Scans revealed that uh, he sustained a ruptured peck against the Dragons. He'll miss, like we discussed when we, we saw that on the weekend badge, anywhere from 10 to 12 weeks. Gee. So, you know, when it, when it rains, it pours. And you're having a good run, and all of a sudden you get – it happens at, often at clubs, you get injuries. But you get injuries to, you know, outside backs together or you might get a couple of middle forwards mm. together and – uh, that's going to make it tricky, although Melbourne Storm has very good depth and uh, and they have a tendency to cover for players that are injured extremely well. Have we got a bit of Broncos news coming up as well as uh, plenty more? And you can get, you can text us anytime if you've got something for us. 0457 736 736. Have any of those Broncos been out there behaving badly? That's all we keep hearing. Apparently very naughty boys at times. Uh, and you can get- the, rook. the Rook thinks they're they're badly behaved. Oh, he Don't does, you rook? Yeah. What? Can you yeah. get it? You can get us on Twitter at Sports Day QLD. <laughs> uh, not compared to your old Panthers mates and my old Greatest mates back mates. in the day. Oh. Sats. Nothing <laughs> like that. This is Sports Day for the All Electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Back soon. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, the All Electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year.
Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. And, uh, yeah, lots going on. As we, as we said off the top, Sats, um, the Broncos have been accused of a cover-up after failing to uh, to let everyone know that... Uh, it's a conspiracy theory. Selwyn Cobbo mm. missed training to attend court. Oh, please. Yep. What? Who, who said this? Like, really? Ben Dodd. Are they supposed to jump up and ring everyone or tell everyone this is... Like, he hasn't... Ben he Dobbin over he's some a, minor stuff for yeah, driving. He's, he's a little bit perturbed, uh, Benny Dobbin. Um, Hello. <laughs> because they attended training. Uh, what's today? Tuesday. They attended training yesterday. Selwyn Cobbe wasn't training. They were told by the Brisbane Broncos officials that he was in Sherberg, his for hometown, for personal reasons. It was later revealed that he attended court because he drove unlicensed, uninsured, um, didn't realise he, he didn't have a licence because mm. of speeding uh, speeding offences, and uh, was was given a uh, seven hundred dollar fine. He's not allowed to drive for six months, whatever it may be. So there are some in the media around southeast Queensland. They're a little bit disappointed in the Broncos not advising the media that he was attending court. Now, I just think that if the Brisbane Broncos and correct me if I'm wrong, Badge, if you're in the same position, if I'm Ben Iken or Dave Donaghy at the Broncos, as long as I told the NRL Integrity Unit. No one else needs to know. Yeah, that's right. And a young kid at 18, 19, when they find out he's at court, he doesn't need to have 15 or 20 cameras calls waiting and, phone and calls cameras and, outside. Yeah. And you know what? We do hear about stuff that the, you know, weeks later in the integrity unit says, yeah, no, we, we knew about that. The club did the right thing. They told us we're across it. So, um, yeah, some people need to pull their heads in. We don't, uh, yeah. the media doesn't have to get everything up front. Um, maybe you needed to dig a little bit. Uh, Deeper yourself. Mm. Hey, uh, Jack Bird's already finally saw Daddy's contract saga. Um, the Dragons, they offered him two years, not quite enough money. So they've up, they've up the ante. Um, it's an a guaranteed two years, maybe a third, a third year mutual option for it, him. It's club. the same sort of contract scenario. And, and I like this badge. It's what happened with Harry Green as well. So two years, third year is in the option of the club and the player. So the club says we can take up the option at X amount. And Jack Bird has a completely different amount. If you want to take it up at your option, it's going to be at Y amount. So I think both parties have a balance of power there as well. Mm. I actually like it. I like that clause. We've seen a lot of stupid clauses in contracts over the years. Yeah. Even so, I heard talking to a manager the other day, said that he negotiated a deal with a player in the UK Super League and the major part, the major sticking point of that contract was that his dog was going to be transported at the cost of the club. It was 10 or 12 years ago. It was $5,000 that long ago. And what, he wouldn't sign unless the club would pay for his dog to To be... come over, go into quarantine and then... Oh, please. Yeah, then be released. So uh, I like this clause. I think um, both parties are held accountable. Is that a clause spelt C-L-A-W-S? <laughs> hey, um, now the Storm have, <laughs> have reportedly increased their offer for Cam Munster. So... Mm. Uh, we, we heard about this two-year deal worth about seven fifty a season. Now they're saying that it's uh, they're going to they're going to go in even harder for him. He's playing wonderful footy. Yep. Um, and he, that I think he's playing. That drama that he had, he's got himself fit and he's healthy. And he's you know he's not partying as hard. I he's think admitted. he's playing the best he's ever played. Now this is a guy that's won two comps. Um, this is a guy that's played a lot of Origin, played for his country. I think the form he's playing at the in at the moment, he's actually playing. a a game that where he's actually controlling the tempo of the entire game. He's always had Cam in the past to do that, mm. or when Cooper was there, whatever it may be. So I think he's playing his best rugby league, and it's on the back of having a child. Yeah, I think he's just matured. I, I think, think he's got yeah. other responsibilities now. He doesn't have to think about himself. 
And and he's fit and healthy too. Yeah, he's yeah, lean. So. I hope he stays at Melbourne. I hope he's a one-club yeah, player. I, I, I feel the same. Mm. And, and I think they really want him to. And I reckon he would want to too. But he doesn't need to make a decision about it, does he? No, he, because he's, he's, his contract's till, till the end of next year. Three, yeah. yeah. Um, Rightio. And what else is going on? Oh, and Jackson Hastings has urged the Tigers to, to bring his former schoolmate, Britton Nakora, to the uh, – to the club from the Sharks because they missed out on – we're just talking about Jack Bird. They missed out well, on Jack got, Bird. They've got Appy Corosau and Isaiah Papali'i. So they get Papali'i and Britton Nakora. Okay, uh, Polaris has shiploads of vehicles arriving every month. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Let's do this. Sports Day, Sports Update. For pharmacy sleep services, test yourself for sleep. Apnea. One of these guys, Badge, you're about to talk about may get put to sleep. Yeah. Night. <laughs> well, Paul what? Gallon reckons it's going to be the other bloke. Uh, he's, he's told this Chris, is it Tosevsky? Tosevsky, yeah. Good, good fighter, good, good boxer. Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said, you know, you're a pretty boxer, but I'm going to bash you. This is tomorrow night in Newcastle. They're fighting. Uh, he stormed out of the press conference, Gal. Not happy at all. Well, yeah, this is what he had to say yesterday. Chris has done nothing to sell this fight. Nothing, not one thing. Didn't turn up to a media the other day. There was more media at the media day the other day than the NRL Grand Final. Didn't turn up for it. Didn't fit in his schedule. So I'm not going to sit here for one more minute and f- promote him. But I've got one thing to say before I go. Chris, you're a pretty boxer. You are a pretty boxer. But Wednesday is not going to be pretty. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be a street fight. And I'm going to bash you. I'm not here to promote you for one more second. That last noise was the mic drop. Oh. Yep. What? The mic drop. Was so, he, Do people get sent the bill for the broken mic? When they <laughs> Chris Tzewski, he, he said today at the weigh-in, he said, I thought Paul Gallon's response to that was really cringy, and I thought it was as well. I mean, he's saying, I'm not going to promote you, but by leaving the media, the press yeah, conference. He found a new way to promote He's actually the fight. promoting the fight. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't. I mean, Chris Tzewski with all due respect, he's not going to be able to market the fight because Paul Gallen is the... Well, no one knows the other bloke. He's the one that everyone's going to see. So it's mm. going to be a good fight. Chris, this is for the Australian heavyweight title. Right. So there's a lot on the line. And this Chris Tzewski, he's actually not a bad fighter. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Interesting stuff. And, and, all, and Harry Garside and uh, yeah, Nikita Zoo fighting as well. It's a good mm. uh, It's a good card. And an embarrassing afternoon at the Kynaton races yesterday. Jockey Michael Poy, he went for home on a 13-to-one shot Dente, and he got there only to find out it was actually another oh. lap to go. It was a 2,800-metre race. What? <laughs> he must have thought it was 1,200. Oh. And, of course, no, he didn't win after that. What about if you're the, uh, the owners? You are absolutely filthy. Oh, they say they, rip, they ripped filthy. into him. They would have. <laughs> pharmacy sleep services always tied. Visit your local pharmacy. Test yourself for sleep apnea. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Yeah, as promised, we've got a, uh, a Melbourne Storm star on the line. Uh, kind enough to join us, former Canterbury Bankstown player, of course, and a bit with the uh, Newcastle Knights. Nick Meaney is, uh, is joining us. And I'm, dare I say, Melbourne Storm fullback. For this week, at least, and looks like it could be for a few weeks to come. G'day, Nick. How are you? Good, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, so got a name there this week, so see see what training brings tomorrow and the rest of the week and see how we go, yeah. Now, there's not many – you don't really have big shoes to fill at all with Robbie Ross, Billy Slater, Cam Munster and Ryan Pappenhausen playing there before? Yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah, no, no. 
I don't know who those guys are, but uh, <laughs> see, how, see how I go. Yeah. yeah, it's not, but it's not like you haven't played there. And I, I, I like the way you played at fullback a lot for the uh, for the Bulldogs. Is that uh, yeah, good feeling to know you're back there? And um, have you trained there yet with the side? Um, so I did a lot of the preseason um, at the back because uh, Pat's did his uh, ankle during um, during preseason, so I was able to get uh, quite a lot of reps there. Um, during um, the preseason training, and um, it was good having Billy around when we went out to Geelong and that. Um, so got a good chance to learn off him and and learn off Paps as well. Um, you know, what 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 it is uh, to be a fullback here at the Storm and and all their new plays and and playing with with all the new um, you know Munster and Hughesy as well. So yeah, it's been good. Are you fit enough? Coming from the wing, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like to think I am. Yeah, yeah. You train hard during the preseason to get ready for the season. So, um, yeah, I like to think I'm pretty fit. <laughs> now, you, you mentioned about working with Billy in the preseason, and um, yeah, what a tremendous player. And I know Badge was one of the great fullbacks as well here as well. Um, Billy, when he describes and tries to educate a young fullback like yourself, what have you picked up from his from his coaching? Yeah, so um, when we do sort of like group sessions, it's amazing just the way, like he was a fullback uh, in his day, but the way he thinks, it's like, oh, you'd think this guy was a halfback, how he sees the game and sees how the defence, how to exploit defences. But then also uh, one thing that stood out to me was just the mental side of the game and just how um, how driven he was. And I'm sure you can tell by the way he used to play, um, reminds me a bit of like Kobe Bryant back when he used to play basketball. Um, just how determined and uh, how much want um, he, he used to have. And so, you know, I had a little chat to him a couple of times just about um, the mental side of the of the game and just um, putting yourself into the game uh, when your team needs you um, has really helped me uh, in my own personal game. Yeah, that, that's a great outlook to it, isn't yeah. it? Like the psychological part of it as opposed to the physical part. Because we know the physical part yeah. plays a huge role at the Melbourne Storm with their you know, their training ethics and their values. Now, the Army camp, Nick, did you attend? And everyone who attends it says it's the closest thing to death that they've ever, they've ever felt. <laughs> yeah, no. So I was um, – unfortunately, I had to have wrist surgery um, during that period of the preseason. So um, – I was fresh off a, off a wrist surgery, so it probably wouldn't have been the smartest thing to go on an army camp and crawl around the ground and the beaches and that. Um, but I heard a lot of stories of when the boys come back of what it was like. So um, just something to look forward to next year, I guess. Have you already planned what you might need to be getting surgery on next year during the army camp? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not stories. sure. I might have to ask, um, ask Husey because he's been at the club for a while now and he still hasn't done one. So. Oh, <laughs> wow. Genius. So, yeah, I might have to ask him, yeah. Now, the, the Melbourne Storm have scored, and you probably read this, we all saw this uh, yesterday, that you've have scored the most points after nine rounds than any club in the history of the game. So it's averaging 30-something points a game um, and a points differential of about 25. Have you, as an outside back, have you ever seen so much space in games of footy since maybe the under-15s? <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, definitely not. Um, I mean, it's a credit to all the guys inside me, Munster, Harry Grant, um, and even all the middles. Uh, you know, we've, we're creating a lot of a lot of ruck speed you know, through the middle, especially on the weekend in the second half. Um, and that and that just makes it a lot easier for us outside backs to to get the ball in open space and and take advantage of it. Now, your halfback Jerome Hughes, 
who is really a manufactured halfback. He played first grade at fullback uh, very early on in his career, played a bit of 5'8 as well, the Gold Coast and the Cowboys. How much, how much emphasis in relation to how the way Melbourne Storm play? Because we always hear about you know, Munster and, and Harry Grant, but how much does Jerome play a role in, in those discussions? Yeah, he, he's, um, he's a massive part of the team. Um, and like you said, he, he's a sort of a makeshift half. He started at fullback. And I think that's one thing that's kind of helped him become such a successful halfback is that, you know, he's a run-first threat. Like, um, I mean, I'm sure when uh, the teams do their reviews, they think, watch his right foot, watch his left foot. You know, he's a good ball runner. And, and having that um, having that ability just opens up his ball-playing um, ball game. So, um, you know, he's a real critical part of the team and his kicking game as well. Um, you know, in, in previous rounds when maybe we haven't gone as good in the first half, is probably because Hughes's um, Hughes's kicks weren't um, weren't nailing his kicks or weren't, wasn't nailing his role. So uh, I think the way he sort of plays dictates um, you know how the team plays. So hopefully he can mm. keep um, keep up his good form and and the team can as well. Now I'm sure missing Ryan Pappenhausen is a huge loss, and you're playing the Panthers this week. Um... First and second, seven forty-five. Nick, won't, Nick won't be able no, to what, fill in. what I'm saying is, I know you're going to miss him, but you must be relishing the opportunity to go up against Penrith and one of the best halves in the game at the moment, Nathan Cleary, and and what he's going to try and challenge you with in when it comes to his kicking game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Watching him the last um, couple of weeks, and um, you know we'll do our revision uh, preview tomorrow and and see how we um, we can attack him. But yeah, I mean he's. He's one of the best kickers in the game, if not the best. So um, it's definitely going to be a challenge uh, for us back three, especially um, you know working our pendulum and and our diffusing kicks. So, but you know I think we're up for the challenge and um, see how we go. It's interesting you just said that uh, working on our pendulum. Can you can you educate the listeners what you mean by what the pendulum is? Yeah, so I think it's just sort of a, a term um, uh, how sort of fullback and the wingers all work together as a sort of uh, one kind of unit um, pendulum and, and um, so to speak, sort of um, it's where the ball is on the other side of the field is where then I have to be or the winger has to be um, on the other side of the field, you know, working as a one one unit um, as the pendulum does moving depending where the, where the ball is. So um, it, it's a big part of the game these days. Uh, uh, training, uh, we do a lot of work on it. Uh, the back three and even the back five now, um, you know, getting back centers, getting back into position to be able to attack space. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely a big part of the game. I can tell you where it started, Sats. Nineteen eighty-four. Mm-hmm. Ross Strudwick, Valley's coach in Brisbane. Really, he's the coach. Or nineteen eighty-three. Coach okay. Wally Lewis and started yeah using his wingers better defensively to help the fullback out and. Called it a pendulum because one's up, yeah. one's back, and vice versa, depending on where the ball is. Hey, um, if you if you be able to put your finger on personally why you seem to have gone ahead in leaps and bounds this year, Nick, or is that just um, is that just our imagination? Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of credit goes to, to goes to the guys that are inside me. Um, you know, Munster's playing unbelievable, and, and Juzzy, Justin Olam as well. Um, but then, you know, you look at Melbourne Storm, they've always had that mentality of, you know, next man up. Mm. Um, and, you know, just because you're, you're in a good team doesn't mean that, you know, you're automatically going to go well. Um, you know, you still got to do, you know, nail your role and, and um, you know, prepare the best you can. So I guess just being in that 
um, sort of professional winning environment uh, like the Storm have um, been, you know, ever since they started in the comp um, has really elevated my game on and off the field, um, you know, at training and and in the gym and stuff like that. So, um, you know, there's a lot of expectations coming to this club, uh, you know, what you got to be as a player. Um, mm. And, you know, I've just tried to buy into that into that system as as best I can. Yeah. Just, so do you realise with the team's name today and you're at fullback and you're playing Saturday night against the Panthers, you've, you've got just four days to get your hair shaped into a mullet in some shape or form. <laughs> no, well, we know it won't be as good as Ryan Pappenhausen's, mm. but um, we're mm. expecting something. Or you can dye your hair like Brandon. Oh. Yeah, I think um this quick one Munster's done the same. They he's got his hair nice and um nice and blonde as well for the week. So Has he? I don't think I'll be going down that route. No. But, yeah. <laughs> who gets away who gets away with everything at training? I mean we know Billy Ake is a he's a great guy and he's he's pretty relaxed away from what we see on the on the T V. He cares about his players, but are there some players that just get away with it with anything? Um I wouldn't say sort of get away, but not many people question um, Big Nelson, um, you know, and I think too many people are going to go up to him and say, where were you or what are you doing or do this, do that. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Nelson, he, he's um, he's one that pulls his weight around and, um, you know, loves to, do, loves to do what he wants to do. But um, <laughs> he's a great guy, great trainer, love playing with him as well. He's a weapon, isn't he? Yeah. He's an absolute weapon. Hey, Nick, um, we really appreciate your time on uh, on Sports Day, mate. Before you go, Nick, are we, with Pappenhausen out, will you be the, the designated goal kicker this week? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I'll do. Um, yeah, I think I'll be taking over kicking duties, um, do some practice during the week um, with our kicking coach. And, um, yeah, hopefully I can knock some over this weekend. Have Beautiful. you kicked at all this year? Have you had any Yeah, he's had shots? a few. few? Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, I started. I did bit round one uh, when Taps was coming off his um, uh, cook ankle, um, but ever since he was, he sort of come good. Um, he's been doing the kicking, but you know, always always practice at training. It's always good to have that in the in the back pocket um, whenever ever things go wrong or circumstances um, require me to kick. So you know, always always practicing. Right. Well, hopefully you get plenty of opportunities this week to uh, to convert a few tries, Nick and. Um Appreciate you joining us on on Sports Day. And Badge, we've got a lot of listeners in the Northern we Rivers. Do. We do. We a seagull boy. We have plenty up that way, so I'm sure they're listening. Yeah. In, in and around Lismore, we've spoken to a few yeah. people around Lismore with all the floods recently and the dramas. I know it's people don't realise it was pretty bad in uh, in Ballina too, wasn't it, Nick? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, um, obviously the river runs down into Ballina and out into the ocean, so once all that heavy rainfall uh, falls down in Lismore, it's got to go somewhere. And, and yeah, Ballin had copped a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it's um, very, very flat around town. on the rebuild, yeah. He went to a school called Woodlawn in Lismore. Yeah. And um, I was talking to one of the teachers there. And I said, what was he like as a student? He said he got voted most likely to go to prison, Nick Meaney. <laughs> so you've you've <laughs> come a long way, Nick. Well done. Yeah. Is that right? No. <laughs> That's the surname. <laughs> uh, good on you, Nick. Thanks, mate. We'll catch you. No worries. All good. Thanks. Righto, good lad there, Nick. Nice Meaney. lad. He, another another a, one to follow. He's a good example badge of a player. I know you're going to Melbourne, but could have accepted more money at the club that he was at, went down there for a lot less money, knowing that the game's not about money, it's about trying to 
develop be, yourself and be, be the better. best you can. Yeah. yeah, and he's going to be worth a lot more money when he goes on the open market. You'd expect if he so. Expects to leave at any stage. Yeah, right. I'd better get mm. to a break. Sports day for the all electric Kia EV6 wheels car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Cause I'm... TLT. I'm dynamite. TLT. And I will not fight. TLT. That's enough, we we get it. Okay, uh, yeah, teamless Tuesday uh, time from navigating open roads to wrangling uncharted tracks for a hundred years. Repco's been driven by passion and uh, sats. It all starts Friday night, Bulldogs nights. We're going to concentrate on the uh, the Queensland based teams. The late game, you're covering this one. No, I'm covering this. You mainly are, in the yeah. Broncos. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 8.05 at Suncorp Stadium, like all the games this week. Uh, Broncos have, have won three in a row. Seagulls travelling beautifully also. Uh, Ola Kowati uh, re- returns after withdrawing due to illness last week for the Eagles. Benny Trebojevic, who scored two tries, had a try assist. He remains in the centres. Uh, Andrew Davey is the new man on the bench. Now, Josh Schuster, very important player, battling a calf injury. He's been included, unlikely to play, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see him. And for the Broncos, well, they welcome back two of their most experienced players, Payne Haas, Kurt Catewell. That pushes Carrigan to lock. And Kobe Hetherington, who's been one of their best players, pushes mm. him to the bench. Wow. Yeah, well, so. he'll have an impact off the bench, Well, it's, it's actually a good sign for the Broncos with mm. that depth that they've got. That is, but mm. he can go the full 80, can't yeah. he? Kobe Hetherington. Uh, I'm going to look at the, um, the Titans and Dragons game, the mid-afternoon game on Saturday, and a lot of changes to the Titans, and don't they need something uh, to go right for them? Dave Fafita's still uh, out of the site. He's not back. Jaden Campbell comes back at fullback, his first NRL game since round three. AJ Brimson, therefore, goes back to 5'8". Will Smith is out. Phil Sami back from a knee injury. He's on one wing. Jermaine Asako on the other. Corey Thompson and Greg Marju both drop out. Now, a few mm. weeks ago, they were their best players almost. Patrick so. Herbert has got a niggling injury too, I believe. He's out. So, Isan Masters comes in the centres. Kevin Proctor dropped to Jersey 24. Yeah. Extended bench. Isaac Liu from prop to second row. Jared Wallace, new face in the front row now. He was really good a few weeks ago mm. when I saw him play. So, uh, And the Dragons... Exact opposite. They've stuck with the same 17 that, uh, well, they were good against the Storm in the first half, but smashed um, late. Yeah. Now, we'll cover the last game of Magic Round, which is the Cowboys up against the West Tigers, 6.25 on the Sunday. Before I do that, because we saw those send-off, uh, Will Kennedy with the Sharks, he's going to miss two weeks. And also, Jesse Raymond's going to miss three weeks. Nico Hines, who's been great at halfback, he's moved back to fullback with the he Sharks has. versus the Raiders on, on Sunday. So it's going to be interesting how... And that goes Braden Trindle playing in the halves. Now, for that game, uh, I mentioned the Cowboys up against the West Tigers. And for the West Tigers, only one change by Michael Maguire, and that is Luciano Leilua. He returns to the side. And um, Kenny Mamalo, well, he's been named despite failing a HIA last week. So see how that plays out. And for the Cowboys, unchanged. Um, Tommy Gilbert looked like he might have to miss a week or take a fine. He's taken an $1,800 fine for a high tackle. So... They're going well at the moment, the Cowboys. Mm, and, yeah, the Tigers are hoping Cam Marlowe's right because it's a longer turnaround. Yeah. They're playing that late game mm. on Sunday. Rightio, from navigating over roads to wrangling uncharted tracks for 100 years, Repco has been driven by passion. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels car of the year. Yeah, Sats, you know where champions emerge. 
the tab, Queensland Racing Carnival. Uh, and if you've got a problem like Sats, call uh, 1-800-858-858. Hey, um, Chris Nelson's on the line because it's a big week for uh, for Queensland Racing, Nelson. Uh, despite the rain, um, still expecting uh, some big meets, aren't we? Yeah, we are, Badge. That's, uh, it's, it's an interesting week, and as we... As we're here on Tuesday uh, evening, I can tell you that uh, the Doomben 10,000 is all set to be run on Saturday, but where it's run remains to be seen. There's going to be a meeting in the morning, and that meeting will give us an answer by 9am whether or not the meeting will be transferred to Eagle Farm, which of course will handle the rain, or uh, Doomben where you know the forecast for probably Thursday, Friday doesn't look good. Uh, might be all right at the moment, but uh, looking later in the week, it doesn't. So stand by for that tomorrow morning. 9am, we'll know if we're having the Doombin 10,000 at Eagle Farm or it stays at a, uh, a wet Doombin. And the other change is uh, the decision to move the Gold Coast meeting set down for tomorrow to the Sunshine Coast Poly Track. So we'll be running on the Poly Track tomorrow afternoon at the Sunshine Coast, not the Gold Coast, of course, which has been waterlogged with all the rain. Yeah, and now, Chris, can you educate um, some of the laymans and numbskulls like myself and what is the, the Poly Track or the Polytech? If you looked at it, uh, Satch, you'd say it was just like sand, or it looks like sand, and if you pick it up, it feels like sand too. But it's an artificial, uh, it's an artificial track. It's a synthetic, uh, synthetic mix. Uh, but the best way of describing it is, it's very similar to sand. Uh, it's faster when it's wetter. Once again, like sand, if you run across the beach, like I know you do, I'm sure you you clock up a bigger speed or a quicker speed when you're running across the wet sand and the soft sand. Exactly. And the other thing you need to keep in mind is it's ideal not to have be stuck behind other horses because mm. you get the kickback right in your face. Jockey and horse are those ones in front. So either be in front, mostly leaders win, or get to the outside where there's no horse in front of you. Oh, not, no. Sounds a lot easier, uh, easy, but it's not probably easier not said easy than done. Jockeys, but yeah, exactly. That's the words I was looking so back, for. So back back um, the horses with the uh, that are that are the uh, like to lead, like to get out quickly. Yep. Yeah, and if you sit wide, like not like a turf track where if you sit three or four wide and no cover, it can cost you. It doesn't seem to make any difference on the synthetic track. You can Ooh. sit out there all you like and uh, and you can still win. But the worst case scenario is stuck behind runners getting that kickback. I'm mm. thinking there'll be a couple of leaders that are paying pretty hefty odds leading out. Might be some, mm. might be some, some value research, there. Scott. Might be some value there. Do Could, some research. Also? Gold, yeah. Gold that, Coast races on the Sunshine Coast. And the Dooman 10,000 could be the Eagle Farm 10,000. Crazy week. <laughs> exactly. It's a bit what? of a topsy-turvy week, isn't it? Yeah, strange <laughs> week, strange week. All right, mate. Well, that's great. Um, good to hear it's still all happening at the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season, of course, and it is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Chris Nelson, thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. I'll chat to you Thursday when we'll know exactly where we're racing. Oh, okay. Thanks, mate. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, wheels car of the year. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Now, just indulge me a bit here, Sats. I'm going to talk about surfing. But mm-hmm. you, you had heard around this. They've about this, they've changed the format of the uh, the World Surf League where... I don't know what I think of it, Badge. Yeah, well, a lot of people blowing up or not quite happy, and especially those that didn't make the cut. Halfway through the season, they've cut the tour in half and the top 16 compete for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. and the others go back to the qualifying series. And 
Sally Fitzgibbon, Olympic star and one of the uh, one of the stars of the sport, how uh, she was one of those surfers that missed the cut. So why is that? Because of it's a new format. Yeah, but is she is she dropped out of the sixteen over the just, first half because of injury and hasn't been able? to... Yeah, she was just outside. It might even be a top ten in the late. Oh, I don't quite get it. She was fifteenth like and after after bells and then went to Margaret River and. Anyway, uh, she's been given a reprieve. She's uh, she's got a wild card. They give out two wild cards, and she's one of them. I think so Owen that's Wilson, the first half of, Owen of the season. Oh, right. Yeah, he missed out on a wild card. I'm led yeah. to believe. Yeah. I don't like the format badge. You've you've got Sally Fitzgibbon just to use her as an example. One of the most marketable surfers in both male and female. Mm. Possibly not competing in some but of the biggest be, events. See, see, they're going to compete in compete in the uh, the world qualifying series. The yep. next one down, that is going to get. Some really good traction now that comp because it's going to be the likes of Sally there, yeah, and uh, and others. And uh, this teen sensation in tennis sets, Carlos Alcaraz, geez, claimed mm. some scalps, hasn't he? He's won the Madrid Open. Um, on the way, he beat Rafa. Now you were saying he was the youngest player to do it or something. Youngest player to beat Rafa Nadal on clay. On well, of clay, course, Nadal right. has won thirteen French Opens. Yeah. on clay. What? So it's near impossible to do. Yeah, amazing. Um, so he beat him. Went into the semis. Knocked out uh, Novak, uh, the Joker, and then in the final, he's beaten uh, Alexander Zverev, 6'3", 6'1". The wow. kid's an absolute star. Can you read the headline tomorrow? Escape from Alcaraz. Oh! You like it? Well, they didn't actually escape from Alcaraz, did they? The escape of Alcaraz. Mm. Mm. Okay. Hey, um... I'm an ideas man. Just to help you get that out of your head, yep. listeners, the Suns are, are Ballarat bound to play the Bulldogs on May 21 and tickets are on sale at ticketmaster.com.au. Hey, this is Sports Day, so it's been fun. Thanks, and, uh, For the all-new Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year, all-electric Kia EV6. Catch you tomorrow night. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.